0: Welcome to the Fairmont Bridge, the City of Fairmont's official podcast, where you can join us weekly to hear from city employees, elected officials, and local figures to hear about the basic functions and inner workings of our local city government, as well as learn about current and upcoming projects. My name is Alex Petri.
1: And I am Hannah Turner, and we are back in 2023. We took a little hiatus, but we are back. Um, happy New Year, everybody. And we look forward to all of the guests that we have cut for this upcoming year.
0: Absolutely. And we have uh, two great guests today. Mm-hmm. So today we are joined by both Aaron Yanuzo and Carrie Morgan from WVU Medicine, Uh, Aaron Anuzo currently serves as the Vice President of Operations at the Fairmont Medical Center and the Assistant Vice President of Support Services for JW Ruby Memorial Hospital. In addition to these roles, Aaron has managed and coordinated several strategic projects for WVU Medicine, such as the transition of several hospital entities into the WVU Medicine system. During his career, he has had the opportunity to work with companies such as Mon Health, Gateway Health Plan, UPMC, and UPMC Health Plan and PMC. He holds a bachelor's degree in computer science and a master's in business administration. He is a certified project manager and holds a master, black belt, in lean six sigma. He is also affiliated with and has served as a board member with several national organizations,
1: Carrie Morgan is the nurse director of WVU Medicine Fairmont Medical Center, a campus of Ruby Memorial Hospital. She attended Fairmont State University and obtained her ADN, then her BSN, then furthered her education at Waynesburg University, graduating with an MBA. She holds certification as nurse executive with ANCCNEBC, Her journey with WVU Medicine over the past 20 years has transitioned through multiple roles from bedside nurse to charge nurse to house supervisor to her current role as nursing director. Over these years, she has attended multiple hospital-based and state leadership academy programs and served on a variety of hospital committees. Most recently, she graduated from Leadership Marion, Class 39. Carrie serves on the board of directors for Marion County Chamber of Commerce, Salvation Army, and West Virginia Organization of Nurse Leaders. The restoration of healthcare in Marion County and serving the community where she resides with her family has been both her professional challenge and her personal passion. Aaron and Carrie, welcome. We appreciate you guys being here today.
0: Thank you this is a long time coming here we've we've been trying to set this one up for a while and this is actually our uh, our second go-around we had some technical <laughs> difficulties yesterday and uh, we, we spent a little over an hour trying to fix those and Aaron and Carrie walked in this morning and we were able to hit record and, and here we are so yeah like Hannah said we're really glad you all have joined us and um, I think we'll have a we'll have a lot to, to fill the folks in on of, of everything going on at WV medicine because you all came into our community a few years ago and have really in my opinion have I've done a lot of great things so gotta we've got a lot to discuss
1: yeah and first, Thank you for being here to record with us, but also thank you for being a part of our community here in Fairmont. Having the hospital back is tremendous. I think it's been said so many times on this podcast and in other areas, but um, we're really, really glad that the hospital is open and there is all of that activity going on up there now. So first, I will have both of you explain your positions with Fairmont Medical Center.
2: So I'm Carrie Morgan and I am the nurse director at Fairmont Medical Center. So I oversee the clinical operations of the hospital. We have an emergency department. It is a 12-bed emergency department with four fast track beds. And then we have an inpatient unit on our third floor that does both floor and step down level acuity levels for our patients. We have a total of 42 beds on the third floor to care for patients. So I oversee the clinical operations of both of those areas and also serve assisting Aaron with his tasks as vice president
0: very nice Aaron
3: so thank you um, and thank you for having us uh, and entertaining us for for a little bit today. pleasure uh, but but as the VP of operations I'm basically kind of the CEO slash COO of the facility uh, that uh, I do strategic planning uh, for the facility I help manage the construction and remodeling efforts that are going on Uh, as part of the $110 million investment that WVU Medicine is uh, putting into uh, the facility that exists there today. I do all the other operational entities of, of the hospital. Carrie focuses more on the clinical operations. I have more of the hospital operations, so things like EVS, uh, supply chain and materials, dietary, you know, respiratory, uh, rehab, uh, and those aspects, and making sure that we have the right staffing. Anything that Carrie needs uh, for assistance, whether it be staffing, policies, procedures, etc., uh, we work together and kind of put that uh, together. And then I participate in a lot of things around, you know, getting the word out of what our services are. Uh, What we have available, what we're planning for the future, uh, and what the the city of Fairmont and Marion County can expect over the next 7 to 10 years as we uh, continue this journey.
0: What types of care can folks receive if they come to Fairmont Medical Center?
2: So you can receive acute care in our emergency department. So we can serve any of your emergency room needs as any emergency room Um, throughout the state. Uh, We take care of anything from traumas to your abdominal pains to your stuffy nose. So any reason that you would come to our emergency room, we can get you seen and treated. Um, From an inpatient perspective, we do have a med hospitalist service that is on site with us 24-7. So we do have a hospitalist physician on staff on site 24 hours a day with our hospitalist team so they care for our inpatient population we do anything from an observation and inpatient floor status to a step down acuity level which is that i'm too sick to be you know taken care of on the floor but not quite sick enough for that icu level just quite yet or hopefully not Um, and then we care for those level of patients. We do have a lot of consulting services. Um, As being part of Ruby, we have a very unique uh, opportunity here in Fairmont that we can have a small community hospital feel with all of the resources of a large academic medical center. So it is very unique um, how we do that. Um, One example of that would be our telemetry monitoring, which is heart monitoring. We have the most up-to-date technology, same technology as Ruby, and we even monitored remotely from Ruby. So that is a very unique um, aspect and um, video monitoring. So our patients that need a little bit of closer monitoring, maybe they're a fall risk and you need to keep a closer eye, we have cameras and there's a room at Ruby that assists us in watching our patients here in Fairmont so we being part of that large academic medical center allows us to treat in a small community atmosphere but with all those resources that typically aren't available in a community setting but like I said we do a lot of telemedicine consulting we have a lot of on-site services that do consulting now we're growing we're adding them I feel like every week sometimes we're adding services and adding consulting services because we do have our partners just right up the road um, at Ruby I always jokingly call ourselves the 11th floor of Ruby just a little bit <laughs> south so
0: this has been a, a growing process I'm sure when when you all opened the doors yes. you didn't you didn't have everything that you have today I'm sure no.
2: so when we originally opened we did so very quickly as yeah. I think the public has right. come mm-hmm. to know um I think it was under 45 days Aaron was involved right. from the from the get-go That's incredible. I kind of I kind of swooped in um, there in the middle of it with the clinical nursing aspect of it um, and we originally just started with the 12 beds in the emergency room and 10 inpatient just floor status beds and we very quickly realized probably within three weeks we were already like let, let's let go what, what else do we need here what can we do to better serve the community and where we had planned to do things all oh, maybe five years down the road We did them three, six months down the road, just continuously to assess what the community needs and doing what we need to do to provide that for the community.
3: And and just to add a couple other things too, so from an outpatient perspective, we do have the Gateway Connector uh, clinics, and then we have the West clinics that are here in Fairmont. Right. Um, But I work with the, the Vice President of Ambulatory Services to try to see if we're going to bring a new clinician or a new service line into the Marion County area, what's the right place for that to be? Is it at one of those two clinic buildings or is it the hospital? Uh, one example is cardiology and vascular surgery and wound care. Uh, because there's a great need for those uh, physicians to see patients in the hospital, it's better for them to be on site at the hospital. Than it is at the clinic, and have to drive across town to right. see patients. Uh, so we do have on-site cardiology, vascular surgery, uh, and we are going to start wound uh, clinic uh, the first of the the, the quarter of, of 2023. Uh, we also now have on-site neurology uh, that is there three days a week, uh, and in the summer uh, of this year, we're looking to go to five days a week with okay. that. Uh, We now have uh, pulmonology that is there uh, with a nurse practitioner one day a week, and we're looking to expand to bring a pulmonologist on site. Uh, That was one of the biggest complaints that I heard from local physicians uh, was that it was taking six months or more to get... Uh, an appointment with pulmonology uh, at Ruby uh, or at the Morgantown campus. So we're bringing additional providers here to to shorten that time frame to meet the needs of our local physicians, whether they're affiliated with WVU or MON or or private practitioners. Uh, We did open up uh, several months ago a inpatient and outpatient sleep lab uh, where we can see up to four patients overnight. Uh, to do sleep studies. Sleep studies in our Morgantown campus were often close to nine months to a year. There was some, such a volume to get it scheduled. Uh, we pretty much, as long as it gets, you know, authorized by an insurance if needed, within a couple days you can get them now uh, here in Marion County. And we even have some options for uh, when you see the, the sleep uh, medicine pulmonologist to do a home sleep study now oh wow uh, as well so there, there's a lot of opportunity that are coming from that perspective every day uh, we look at you know different service lines on whether or not it's better to have it either as Carrie said telemedicine wise to help support the the hospital or whether we're going to bring those uh, specific physicians here. Uh, so, and as we begin to expand and, and open ORs and procedure rooms, we're likely to have, you know, an orthopedic surgeon, uh, vascular, or we have vascular or general surgeon, GI, and the, the, the list is kind of almost endless. But the nice thing that, that a normal hospital that isn't affiliated with something like WVU Medicine or, or affiliated with Ruby, you have to get enough <clears throat> procedures you know, and have enough volume to, to make sure that that surgeon or that physician keeps up, you know, on their skills and their practices. And oftentimes it's very uh, unaffordable for a small community hospital to say, have a neurologist here five days a week. Uh, so they often either leave uh, or they can't afford them and they discontinue those services. With us, it's the exact same physician that sees you at Ruby, uh, sees you here at Fairmont Medical Center. So they may have clinic appointments here on Monday and maybe if you can't do it Monday you can get the clinic appointment in Morgantown on Tuesday uh, and then they're back here on Wednesday so we tend to share uh, all those physicians even the hospitalist service that Carrie uh, reference they work a week here they work a week at Morgantown they have a week off they come back here so it's always the same group of physicians that see you in uh, Morgantown, to see you here as well. So we get the, the the luxury of kind of the economies of scale of sharing kind of the responsibility and getting uh, all the things that we need here
0: locally. That's incredible. You all um, yeah. offer a lot more than than I, than I realized. Yeah. You know.
1: And one thing I did want to ask: Do you guys run home health services through the hospital as well? Because I see a few vehicles driving around town that are WVU Medicine. So.
3: I can answer that, though. So home health is part of our allied health solutions, uh, which is um, a lot of things. It's it's the home health, it's hospice, it's DME. Uh, we have our own uh, GPO, which is our purchasing firm that kind of bands together with all the WVU medicine hospitals. And there are six other uh, health systems in the region that band together with that to, to get purchasing power. Uh, we own our own linen and laundry service uh, that does all the the sheets and the patient gowns and everything, so they're part of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
3: more of the, we'll say loosely, the for-profit uh, part of uh, the WVU Medicine umbrella. Gotcha. Uh, but we work very closely with them, our, our care management staff, our nurses and, and social workers, when people need home care or hospice or DME, uh, they get freedom of choice if they don't already have an established provider for that. We offer that as a integrative continuum of care that you know, you're know you on Epic, those services use Epic, so the, the, the electronic record basically of your health is mm-hmm. all together and integrated. So there's a lot of benefits if you end up picking one of the uh, allied solutions versus maybe one of the competitors, uh, but you know, that's available as well. It's not managed by carrier eye, but it's part mm-hmm. of the overall WVU Medicine umbrella.
2: And you frequently okay. see their cars in front of the hospital because we provide their lab services for them. Oh, nice. So okay. when they draw labs from a patient in the home setting, they drop them off with at our lab at the hospital. Oh, okay. So
3: And that's a good, so the only other thing in we partnership. Hadn't, yeah. hadn't really talked about was our outpatient uh, imaging and lab services. Mm-hmm. So we are a fully functioning lab Uh, we do not do point of care lab testing so pretty much i'd say 90 percent of the labs that you could get done at uhc or ruby are done at fairmont no different than like i said being at uhc or ruby there are a few uh obscure tests that that get done and get sent up to ruby uh and there are actually a few that end up getting sent off like if you're doing genetic testing or something like that we can do collections there but they get sent off Uh, We do have uh, CT, uh, we have ultrasound now, uh, and we have x-rays both for support of the ED and support of the hospital, but we can do scheduled uh, outpatient for all three of those. And we have MRI as well uh, that you can schedule for outpatient, um, which for, oh, and we have a lab for phlebotomy to do lab draws as well. Uh, For the most part, Uh, Again, as long as there's an insurance complication, you pretty much can get a test or or, or walk-ins for labs within the day, if not the next day. Um, So we don't have a lot of backlog right now, uh, but we are very busy with those uh, services. But sometimes you might have to wait a couple weeks to get it at UHC or at Ruby, and you have to, to do the drive. So having it right here in the community and I can get an MRI tomorrow is a great advantage.
0: Do, do the other locations ever send people to Fairmont for services that they're not able to get as quickly there? Yes. Do you see that often? Yes.
3: Yeah. When yeah. you call the, the 1855-WVU-CARE, they give you the option, especially if you're calling from uh, a Fairmont zip code. They have those uh, available to them. Even if you didn't know that there was an MRI, for instance, here at the hospital – they give that to you as the option. We can get you in tomorrow at Fairmont Medical Center, or it's two weeks at Suncrest Town Center. Gotcha. Um, if there is someone who calls in, for instance, that lives in Morgantown, and they have an emergent need for a test or a procedure, and we have it here, uh, and it isn't within a time frame that either their physician or they want to get it done, the the scheduling uh, central schedulers give us as an option awesome. as well.
0: Great. Yeah.
1: So, what are some of your personal highlights from the time that WVU Medicine announced the plans to reopen the hospital on the hill? As a lot of people yeah, have referred to let's, it as,
0: maybe 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 go through that that whole uh, that, that whole timeline. There, we didn't go too in depth on. On the situation that we were in before you all opened up we were without a hospital for a for a short period of time but it was very it was very scary for our community Mm -hmm. so maybe if you could just run through that whole process there
3: at this point it's probably about eight years ago the the when it was fairmont general there were uh you know financial troubles and and issues and the the company Healthcare, I think they're loosely uh, centralized out of California, right? But yes. Have a bunch of different regional offices throughout the country, uh, came in and, and attempted to try to to get the hospital stable. Uh, after five years, they, they were unable to do that. And, and that could be a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. <laughs> uh, but in March, actually, it kind of went back like October or November they notified the state that they were going to close uh, Ohio Valley uh, up in the Wheeling area. And it actually, Fairmont benefited in that short amount of time where they got equipment and staff and and whatnot to kind of help them. But unfortunately, in that six month timeframe up until March of 2020, uh, they weren't able to stabilize at Fairmont and they notified the state that they were gonna close uh, Fairmont as well as they had already done with Ohio Valley. And I know there was a lot of, uh, you know, figures and I won't list them out because I personally don't know all of them because I didn't get involved that early from a a Fairmont uh, political figure or, you know, community members. But I know there were multiple meetings at the hospital, at the boardroom uh, with concern, uh, a lot of upset and hurt feelings, a lot of staff that had concerns and issues. uh, And it was apparent that... That getting the the governor involved uh, to kind of resurrect the hospital after it had closed or was going to close uh, via electo uh, that someone needed to help them and I know that uh, both Mon Health and WVU medicine kind of worked with the governor to see you know who was had the best option and the best capabilities of uh, moving something forward and I don't know who made the final decision but it ended up being WVU Medicine. I was actually transferring back from my stint uh, with Somersville and Braxton to Ruby and was asked to get involved uh, in the, the late March time frame. So before they physically closed I came and met with Bob Adcock who was the previous CEO and kind of discussed you know what was there, what was still operating, what was viable uh, and then COVID hit. And our whole world changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was on lockdown. Uh, most of us went from you know, we'll say loosely uh, eight to five, you know, Monday through Friday, unless you were at bedside care, uh, operations kind of rolls To where there were several months I worked twenty four hours a day, seven days a week uh, mm-hmm. at the hospital because there was you know, quite frankly nothing else to do, and we didn't know. Uh, so there was a little bit of a delay between March and and, and May before we kicked off the project but in May of 2020 uh, we started the project defining what we could possibly do and how fast we could do it we ended up opening uh, 7 am on June uh, 30th where we started seeing patients in the ED and I think it took us about 24 hours before we had our first admission uh, mm-hmm. to the hospital uh, but things were for, were going quite fast quite quickly. Uh, I think we thought maybe we'd see 20 or 30 patients a day, kind of like an urgent care. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The first day was 50, and, and we have actually had days in the high 80s, uh, which comparative, like a slow day for a UHC or Ruby is about 110 or 120. Uh, so we're, you know, on our good days, we're about 80% of the volume of the bigger hospitals that are in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we were pretty fast out of the gate. There was no turning back at that point.
2: Yeah. Within the first hour of being open, we resuscitated our first patient, so it, we quickly realized our need in the community and what our purpose was and why we were there. Very right. quickly, right off the bat. Right.
0: I think the most important thing about all this is that you all have really—you save lives. That's that's your occupation. That's healthcare. You're you're here to keep us healthy. You're, you're saving lives. But in this case of reopening this hospital, you save you're saving lives. I mean, it's it's. It's simple. If we didn't have a hospital, that's gonna add, let's say someone's, I mean, you all know this, someone is, you know, critical and they're being rushed um, in an ambulance, that extra 10 minutes to get them to Bridgeport or Morgantown, that that could be it, yep. so, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Yeah, and, and I think it's, it, you know, depending on where you are in the county, it's 10 or 15 minutes, or it could be a half an hour mm-hmm. or 45 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, you know, you're coming from as far west in the community you know you've already passed the building and then you know 15 minutes to get to the interstate and another 15 minutes and you know and although ambulances you know can kind of avoid traffic you know try to get through morgantown and all the red lights at four or five o'clock at night even then right. it's an extra five or ten minutes for an ambulance so so I, we wholeheartedly agree i mean every day you know we literally have somebody i think that we you know provide a service or, or some sort of Uh, life-saving opportunity that probably wouldn't have been there had we not been there
2: and to refer back to Hannah's question about personal highlights I kind of have an interesting story with Fairmont General Hospital I started my nursing career there I'm not going to tell you how many years ago but I did start (laughs) my nursing career there so I worked there before you know transferring to Ruby and having my career with Ruby but after I left, you know, I live in Fairmont, so daily I would drive by and mm-hmm. look up the hill mm-hmm. and just wonder. Like, for years. This is many years, like, after I left. And I would just wonder, thinking about, you know, all those people I used to work with, how they molded me as a nurse, all of my mentors that I had at that at the old Fairmont Hospital. And I always looked up the hill and wondered. And when the opportunity presented itself to return to that same building where mm-hmm. I started my nursing career, I, I just couldn't pass it up. It just felt right to me. Yeah. It just felt right. And then to work again with the people that I worked with as a very young nurse, and that helped me. they they Some of them joked, they were like, you're such a baby, because like, they always called me a baby because I was very young when I graduated. And it was just a neat circle to take to work with them again right it's come full
0: circle yeah Yeah, totally full
2: and it was just I I won't I won't lie I never thought I'd be back on the hill when I left I never thought looking back up the hill that I would be working there again but here I am and it's been one of the best career decisions I have made do you
1: find that a lot of people that used to work there back when it was Fairmont General have made their way back
2: we have to the qu- hospital, and yes. Know, we've yeah. had quite a few, yeah. Um, quite a few that have come back. Um,
3: we and, think quite a few are waiting too until we open up services that they worked in before, right? So when right. we open as you a, know, as skill the opportunities or OR, open, yeah, 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 we, we will definitely get more. And then
2: back. we had some former employees who were very gun shy because they mm-hmm. they were hurt mm-hmm. by the former you know facility closing and they're like are you really staying open is this really going to last so Mm -hmm. we had like an initial hiring of former Fairmont employees and then we had some probably like six months later that were like okay you guys are staying open yes we're staying open and then Mm -hmm. I had some a year later reach out and be like okay you guys seem like you're staying yeah and it's I'm like yes we are going nowhere we are here to stay and I always jokingly say, and Aaron giggles when I say this, that um, it is—it's old bricks, but new life.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. it it all it all clicked with me and, and sunk in with me once I saw that flying WV uh, installed on the on the mm-hmm. front of the building. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I was like, yeah. you know, they're they're here, they're here to stay, they're rooted. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Our CEO
3: always jokes, you know, sometimes about you know, legacy that you leave behind. Um, you know, and, and he talks now about the Children's Hospital and building that brand-new facility
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, for the children of, of our state. But one of his things are the Starbucks, you know, in Ruby. You know, that's a legacy kind of thing. And, and to your point about the flying WV, if you ever drive down Route 19 on your way to the beach and you pass Summersville uh, Regional Medical Center, they have a giant water tower and it was my project to make sure that the Flying WV Medicine was up on that water tower uh, before they officially joined the system. So every time you, you drive down 19 and you see the big blue tower that says WV Medicine, that's like one of those things like that was for that staff. And I think uh-huh. the same thing for our staff uh, at Fairmont. As soon as the, the, the Flying WV was up, you know, now like this is part of it, and, mm-hmm. and now we have even more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, branding that's up on there, and I think people do begin to feel a little bit more comfortable that we're here to stay. I yeah. like
1: the sign on Locust Avenue. Yes, you know mm-hmm. that when that went in, I was like, all right, we're <laughs> really, really and, getting some some and, signage going. And it's
2: hard to see the progress on the inside, right, from the outside, because we haven't started a lot of that. Out like exterior Mm -hmm. renovations Mm -hmm. yeah we have a lot going on on the inside yeah and sometimes it's hard for the community to realize that there's a lot happening
1: you just can't see it yeah yeah and originally the plan was to only be in the hospital temporarily correct
3: Correct, and I think that's some of the things that I had when when we talk about you know accomplishments over the last uh, three years, or even in the beginning. We originally thought that you know building a new facility out at the Gateway Connector would be uh, in the best interest, and and obviously you know Mon was going to build a, a similar facility uh, one exit away. Uh, but for our, people like Carrie and I are here, and and we want to be a part of the community and. Help the community thrive and develop, and and we entertained, you know, the chal- uh, council of churches. We entertained the chamber of commerce. You know, people from the city, uh, local officials. You know, our senators came, uh, and the resounding. You know, thing I hear all the time is, please don't give up on this building. Like this is part of Fairmont. Like this is centrally located. It's in the best location for patient care. That you can dress whatever community you come from uh, to get those services. And you know, Carrie and I are probably the biggest proponents of staying in the building, even though there's a lot of challenges to remodeling a building that was built in 1939 or a building right. that was built in the early 70s mm-hmm. uh, compared to what building something brand new today. Uh, but really when you know, we're done remodeling, you know the plan is to have over a hundred bed uh, facility there uh, to have multiple ORs, procedure rooms, all the clinics that we discussed and more. Uh, so it's going to be a very large facility and to, to even build a large facility uh, brand new you know we've done it twice now in the Morgantown area would probably be two or three times uh, what we would spend uh, versus remodeling mm-hmm. and then we get the bonus of that's what everybody wanted that's what the community wanted right uh, so you know we we do talk all the time like we listen to what the community asks and we try our hardest to make that a reality mm-hmm. now
0: now speaking of the community and speaking of uh, the flying WV uh, b- before, not too long ago you didn't see much of WVU in town Mm -hmm. and now since you all have have came to Fairmont you see that you see that logo everywhere you all are 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 fully integrated within the community and and Mm -hmm. I'd I'd like to talk talk to you both about that a little bit Um, explain the importance of being involved with the community from from Fairmont Medical Center's point of view
2: so from the standpoint of Fairmont Medical Center like you said we are we feel like we are the community we're part of this community we're not here to just provide healthcare for the community. We're here to be part of the community and to help this community grow. Um, WV Medicine provides stable, high quality healthcare in this community, um, which was lacking. And we've come to provide that, which not only promotes the health of the members of the community, but the health of the economy in Fairmont and Marion County. Um, we're providing job opportunities, economic growth. Like Aaron said, we're, we're not stopping. We're going to keep growing and serving this community. So we provide a lot of opportunities. I look forward to continuing to be an active participant in the community. Um, I live here. I'm raising my kids here. Um, I'm invested in mm-hmm. seeing this community mm-hmm. prosper, mm-hmm. not just slapping Band-Aids on people in the emergency room. I'm truly invested in providing health care and the growth of our community.
3: Great. Yeah. And I, I think, from my perspective, I actually came down for the Small Business Saturday just to see, you know, what the town is starting to become, mm-hmm. uh, and see what people coming together, you know, stopping over at, at Mama's and having lunch with my wife, and and my wife is a. a Healthcare leader at Ruby as well. We came down here, you know, get a cup of coffee and and some hot chocolate at the Joe, and we walked to all the different shops mm-hmm. uh, and even the new ones that were doing pop-up shops for the mm-hmm. weekend. So you get a little glimpse of what just being a part of that, either through the the chamber or Main Street Fairmont, uh, what the opportunities are. I watched for the first time the Feast of the Seven Fishes which is kind of based out of the 80s, you know, mm-hmm. loosely when...
0: I believe it's 1983 was, yeah, is was, the year it takes place in Yeah, know,
3: I, I was 10 <laughs> at the time that the movie took place. So it brought a lot of, you know, things back to me of the small towns like where I grew up, uh, just across the border in Pennsylvania. So I think being part of that uh, mm-hmm. and seeing that growth and how exciting people were uh, about that or even the, the Feast of Seven Fishes. We met with... Dan, the executive director, yesterday, and he he thought we probably had between four and five thousand people show up. Absolutely, uh, I and, believe it, and mm-hmm. to be a part, it. and you know, it touched my you know uh, childhood because I'm Italian, you know, uh, heritage as well, and just some of the things that, that were there uh, were, were special, mm-hmm. uh, and I think you know, as Carrie said as well, healthcare is just not coming to the doctor. You know, a right. lot of people see that it's just coming to the doctor. And, and I've had the, the fortunate of working both on the insurance side of, of healthcare and on the hospital side and and looking at the population as a whole or the management of the population and what do we need in order to grow and, and be a healthy uh, society, you know, economic development, good shops, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, things I can buy, the stuff that I need, good restaurants and and. Safe and secure uh, environment, uh, and healthcare is always at the center and foundation of mm-hmm. that. Uh, without hospitals in these smaller towns, they tend to to die off, and, mm-hmm. and you can't bring new business in. You can't bring new restaurants. People don't want to invest in the community, and then people begin to lose hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and someone had asked me, you know, about the Christmas tree that we we did for <laughs> the lighting of the Christmas tree. And I said, you know, doing research, you know, a Christmas tree in itself is a sign of hope. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what the hospital being back here and us being a part of all the, the community and the civic organizations is giving people that little glimpse of hope that they may not have had in, in previous months or previous years. And that's, that's kind of where I'm kind of moving towards, you know, developing more in the community
1: the christmas tree
3: yes the christmas it was
1: such a great addition to the whole feast of the seven fishes weekend having the lighting ceremony was great and i really think that it's important to create new traditions for the community moving forward and you guys certainly helped us achieve in doing so so thank you for your contributions to that but you know, we really Fairmont success is Fairmont Medical Center success and vice versa. And I think it's really important for our community to all join together in one mission, and that is to move the city forward. And I also believe that all these new shops and things opening up in downtown and all over the city, what a great thing to be able to take potential doctors that you want to come work for you guys to go Mm -hmm. see all of these cool little spots that they can't find anywhere else because they're unique to Fairmont so I think you know it's really it all joins together and and it's been really great and you guys have been great I mean just your contributions to the community events that are so important for people to have something to do on the weekends and you know free events the concerts at Palatine all of those things yeah
0: I've, I've uh I've lived here in this in this area, uh, for the majority of my life, and I can definitely say that there is a there is a new there's a new energy here in mm-hmm. Fairmont. You all are a part of it. It's very very refreshing. And in, in the being at the Feast of Seven Fishes festival, even opened my eyes to it even more because it was such such a success mm-hmm. and uh you were the you were the grand marshal correct Aaron? Yes, yeah. great. <laughs> um,
1: it, great parade the best parade that we have all year yeah. in Fairmont really truly
3: Carrie will laugh uh but but I don't have any children so you know the the holidays are different I think for those of us who don't have children uh, versus children uh you know to me it's oftentimes my wife and I it's not a day to drive to the hospital mm-hmm. uh you know we Usually spend together. Our families are about the country. We don't typically see anybody other than ourselves uh, at Christmas time. Uh, so we do watch the Hallmark movies, and and I can honestly say, like I have searched the four corners of the country to find the Hallmark towns. Uh, you know, I, I went to Bethlehem in Pennsylvania over the Christmas holiday. I went to a small town in Florida a couple uh, months ago to try to find. You know, that small town, you know, where you watch the Hallmark movie and everybody shows up and there's the bakery and they have lunch and the cup of coffee and they're all walking and then there's the town fair. Like, I feel like like that would be the, the when I don't have kids, that's the, the replacement for the holidays for me. Uh, and I felt that way at the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That we had an opportunity that goal. we could be... <laughs> The Hallmark town, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and have that kind of little Hallmark look and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the dinner, when we talked about the movie and had the the multiple course meal, it just really felt like a little bit, you know, my little piece mm-hmm. of being inside a mm-hmm. Hallmark so, movie.
0: So you attended, the, did you attend the festival, Kuchina? I, I did, yeah. yeah
3: absolutely it was incredible it was it was incredible food
2: and he is correct i do laugh at him when he tells that (laughs) story i'm not a hallmark movie kind of girl i do watch the grinch
1: every year though (laughs) well you know a lot of things i feel i feel like a lot of people have the goal in fairmont right now to this time of year you know christmas time to do the hallmark movie like try to make it like a hallmark movie around here because that's kind of how um the market in the park started they wanted to have something that felt kind of like a hallmark movie so we're definitely achieving that in multiple arenas i think and
0: hey they're also filming movies here yeah so there's a lot of that going on as well Mm -hmm. i i have i have heard from some folks that there were people that traveled here to um, and maybe we'll have Bob Tenno on here one day. We can talk all about this, but there were there were there were people that traveled here to the festival because of the movie, and they wanted to see that that big beautiful mural, and
3: mm-hmm. they wanted
0: to they wanted to see what Fairmont's all about. So yeah, I think
3: we had heard that the the farthest traveled person for the feast was from Florida, that came that drove up just specifically for the feast.
0: That's incredible. Wow. That's awesome. That that is that's, so awesome. That's great to hear.
2: Yeah, we had the honor of being having some movie filmed at our Hell facility. Yes. Oh. So uh, I got to hold a boom mic. It was a whole new experience for <laughs> oh, me. Was... And got to consult on some of the clinical uh, aspects of the of the movie that was being shot in our facility. Some so, of the staff ooh. here, we
0: were able to participate yeah, in, we were in that as well. So. I have a close-up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I was just holding the boom mic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my claim to fame on the movie was, you know, we got a lot of old equipment on units that we don't use, and we were filming on an abandoned unit. Because uh, it's very difficult to film, you know, hospital scenes in a live you know, right. running hospital. And I had to sit there and hold the call bell for two hours as they filmed because as soon as I let my finger go, the call bells kept on oh my going goodness. off oh, and ruining all the takes. No. That's hilarious. So, so I, I made it quiet.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> well... So what are the, some of the things that you guys are excited for for the future of Fairmont and Marion County as it pertains to Fairmont Medical Center or otherwise, just events and stuff that you guys plan to be involved with?
3: Oh, okay. uh, for me? Uh, well, one, uh, I'm pretty excited that I was actually elected the, the, the board president for Main Street Fairmont.
1: Oh, congratulations. Uh, so
3: I, I take office you know, this month to try to look and see what we can do to help develop Uh, Some of the things that we're looking at is, you know, looking at a strategic plan, like what does Main Street want to be? What are some of our goals? What do we want to look like in the next several years? Uh, I know we have talked with several uh, groups, including some uh, restaurants to see about coming back downtown or coming into town uh, West Virginia, or Loving West Virginia will be a new store that's opening up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to help bring and make that a little bit easier transition, uh, even with the facade grants uh, for the downtown businesses to help offset some of the, the financial burden to revitalize their, their storefront or their street front. So looking forward to, to kind of participating in some of those and help growing that over the year. Uh, obviously a lot of the things that are going on at the hospital uh, opening our new skilled unit and and looking at uh, doing refreshes of the front lobby and and kind of bringing that up to a nice uh, more uh, home like kind of feel Uh, very big on uh, patient experience and staff experience Uh, we were fortunate that we do an an annual uh, employee engagement Kind of survey just to see how all the hospitals are doing, and and Fairmont was the the highest ranked uh, for employee engagement and satisfaction in the entire system.
1: Wow, uh, that's uh, awesome! Of,
3: of almost 20 hospitals now, so uh, we're we're really trying to to do uh, all the right things as, as much as we can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think you know with mentioning the new movies that are coming in, like how can we you know make this a, a destination? town you know what right. do we need to do uh, to make the town uh, where people want to come where people want to eat shop you know have a good afternoon or a good evening with their family uh, and then you know really keep trying to reestablish establish the, ho- the hospital on the hill I mean yeah. and having that you know towards our goal for our 100 bed facility
2: and also creating a community where people want to stay mm-hmm. I have two teenagers Mm-hmm. one of which is a senior, and, you know, will be going off to college, and after she graduates college, is she going to return to Fairmont? Right. You know, like, that's, that's a concern that I have, like, having the youth want to stay in mm-hmm. this area, and having opportunities for them to have good-paying jobs, and opportunities for them to be able to grow in their careers, and want to you know, go off to college, but return to this area because, mm-hmm. like, I jokingly tell Aaron, I don't know where I'll end up because I'm, I'm going to follow my kids one day. So right. I would like it to be in in Marion County. Mm-hmm. So. And that
0: that's that's really important from from a planning and development perspective as well. And that's something we're trying to work on. How do we how do we how do we retain people? Mm-hmm. Now, one one surprising statistic that we found a few years ago, we did a market study on on uh, on the downtown area. Uh, focus on the downtown area but it but covered a lot of demographics and statistics for the whole town we have a median age of 34 mm-hmm. so that's it's fairly young yeah. and um so surprising yeah. I think. but, I but know. we want to we, yeah. we want to keep we want to keep working at that and, and keep trying to retain young folks that that uh, graduate from Fairmont State how do how do we get mm-hmm. them to stay here yeah. so i think that's really really important now so i think it's good that we have someone who's not originally from Fairmont and you Carrie you, well you're not originally from here mm-hmm. but you've been here for you've been here for a long time yes. so what i'm going to ask both of you to do separately <laughs> is um, if you were talking to someone and you were trying to sell them Fairmont if you were trying to pitch to them why they should come here why should why they should visit here why they should move here what would be your pitch to an outsider so on fairmont
2: mine would be fairly simple okay. so i essentially am a converted outsider
0: right, right. I'm okay. converted. Yep.
2: I, i've been here Same. for 26 years okay yeah uh, i moved here to attend fairmont state um obviously nursing school so um been here for 26 years and i've never left so i'm kind of the person we want to attract in one mm-hmm. sense yes. so my husband and i are both outsiders i'm from the northern tip of the state he's from the southern tip of the states but what kept us here in fairmont and not move north or south or heck just away um, was the balance here we have a balance of the convenience of living close to large cities but the small town feel and that is what kept us here is that fairmont provides that I wanted more of the larger city because I grew up near Pittsburgh um, in Weirton, but my husband from Logan County was like, "Oh no!" So this provided that balance that we could have Mm -hmm. both. We could have both of that Mm -hmm. here in Fairmont. Kind of the best of both worlds. Mm
0: -hmm. I always like to say, you know, if 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 there's not something that we have here, you don't have to go too far to find it. This is Mm -hmm. a great central location. Two
1: hours.
2: You can yeah. get what you need. Or
1: just to Bridgeport and hop on a plane, and you can pretty much go anywhere from, mm-hmm. from there. Absolutely. So Florida,
3: the yeah. Carolinas, D.C. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, he does that quite a bit.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, uh, I actually grew up closer to Fairmont than, than Carrie did. Okay. I'm actually in between Fairmont and where uh, she was from in Weirton. And, and I grew up in a, a, a very small town, too, and, and a very small community hospital Uh, So as an outsider, I really didn't know a lot about Fairmont because I I went to undergrad at WVU and and all I can say is I knew there was a football team here. And there was the bar called Desperados. Uh, if that goes way back, dates me for your listeners. I don't know where that, that was. I don't but, know where that but, was. It, <laughs> oh. Right, it was. You come across the bridge, and you had to go down. and It was like a warehouse on the water, right front.
2: beside where AutoZone is. Um, that empty lot.
3: Okay, but that was the only the right? only thing that I knew. We need and, a revival. Yeah, of that. and and I went 25 years. Uh, I've worked all across the country. Uh, for for a, a myriad of, of things and after 25 years like I wanted to come back to West Virginia that gave me my start in, in my undergrad uh, so we looked at opportunities to, to come back to West Virginia and take what I've learned my wife as well in healthcare, care uh, and see what we could get back to, to the community of West Virginia and how, how disappointed I was that I found out that this place, Muriel's existed. And that was the next thing I learned about Fairmont uh, and with, was so shocked that I went 25 years and never knew that that place was here even when I was uh, in, in school here in, in the early 90s. Uh, so I think from, from that perspective, I really didn't know a lot about uh, Fairmont. Uh, and you know, looking at it firsthand, you know, from my staff that, that and team members that I work with every day, uh, the com- community leaders, people such as yourselves, you know, I think there is, to Carrie's point, this tradition and this heritage. And there is a lot of growth that's going on, a lot of opportunity. Uh, to Carrie's earlier point is there are going to be a lot of jobs here. You know, even with, with our growth at the hospital, you know, we're about 300 Uh, employees at the hospital will probably push in that five to 600 range Uh, so we're going to need a lot of people to work there there's a lot of economic development that's coming so there's a lot of growth and opportunity and to be at the ground level or the foundation of that rebirth and be able to sit back and say you were part of that and being able to build something that you know is here for generations to come, I think it's an exciting opportunity
0: for people. I'm sure you just sold someone to to start it. to start house hunting, yeah. <laughs> but
3: well, that's what we need. We, we need <laughs> but- we need more home construction. Yeah. Uh,
1: so we've talked about how you guys are expanding. So if somebody is interested in working at Fairmont Medical Center, where could they find that information?
3: Uh, you know, you can go out to the WVU Medicine uh, main homepage, and there's a career link, mm-hmm. uh, and that you can uh, search for jobs there. You can filter for Fairmont Medical Center or any specific hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have our uh, main corporate site for Fairmont Medical Center uh, that has a career link on there, uh, and when you click on that, it goes to the same Uh, main WV Medicine career page but it is already pre-filtered for any jobs that are available at Fairmont. Uh, We also do uh, through our HR partners post it on things like Monster and Indeed Mm -hmm. and LinkedIn so there are oftentimes those jobs available out there. Uh, You know if you're a nurse we pretty much will never have a non-opening for nursing (laughs) uh, but you know we we hire EVS staff, dietary staff, Um, You know, we'll be expanding, you know, respiratory with the new units and and rehab, uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech. Uh, So there's a lot of opportunity. I think in the next year, we'll probably hire another 100 people uh, throughout the remainder of 2023.
1: And how many staff do you have currently at Fairmont Medical Center? Uh, It's about
3: 300 300. in some form or fashion. We do have uh, some people that are are part-time. Maybe they pick up a shift a week or every other week. Uh, and then there are you know our part-time that work half the week and then we have our full-time staff that Mm -hmm. work all but there's about 300 people that their home location is at Fairmont and then you know again with the luxury of being part of the system if we need a a nurse to cover a shift for a day we have people that that work at Ruby that are more than welcome to come down and they cover Mm -hmm. a shift for us for Mm -hmm. the day some people who live in Fairmont who still work at Ruby, you know, come down and cover shifts, or people from UHC. So, you know, it might even be as many as 400 individuals, you know, take place or take part in the care that's given at Fairmont. Uh, but 300 of them call Fairmont their home right now.
0: You know, we 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 had such a just before we end here, we we had such a healthcare scare at the beginning of 2020, and it was looking like. Marion County was was going to be um, at a real loss when it, when it comes mm-hmm. to healthcare. But I think over the last uh, two years, it's incredible how Marion County has be- become like a healthcare hub. what's what's the hub yeah. for yeah. the entire state. But um, with your presence, with MonHealth's presence in the county, um, we've we've got pretty much everything we need here. Mm-hmm. So we thank you both for joining us today, and thank um, thank yeah, thanks much. for everything you do and. Yeah. And uh, thanks for coming back after we had our uh, <laughs> our issues yesterday with our Alex's with our recording fail. equipment. Alex is yeah. fail. Oh come on, <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a technology fail. It wasn't it was a, tech. that wasn't that it was wasn't, a tech that fail. wasn't human error.
1: It was a tech feel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, and thanks thanks to all the listeners who have uh, hopped back on with us here in 2023. And, and we, we hope to continue to give you some more ep- great episodes, talk to some great folks um, throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, how, how, can, how can our listeners find our backlog of episodes, Hannah?
1: So you can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. On our website, fairmont.wv.gov. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can listen to this podcast.
0: Yes, and if you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on uh, on Apple Podcasts. Tell your neighbor about us. Spread the word. Um, well, I feel like we've 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 had a we've we had a great year. Um, this was this past year was our first year doing this show, and mm-hmm. and uh, I had I've had a great time doing it, and I think uh, folks have have gotten a lot out of it. So we yeah. we, we hope to continue it. Um into 2023. Mm-hmm. So uh this has been Fairmont Bridge, City Fairmont's official podcast, and we are signing off. Bye. Bye.